Hey everyone, welcome to the Elements of Money, the show where we talk about everyone's favorite topic, money. How to make it, save it, borrow it, and yes, even how to use it. I'm Allison and I'll be your host for today. For most young people, buying a car is pretty high on the financial wish list. It's also one of the biggest purchases you'll make, right behind buying a house and paying for college. If you're thinking about buying a car in the near future, you probably already have a few dollars put aside for the big day. You may even have a car picked out and have a price in mind. It's great to be prepared and have a clear idea of how much you need, but there's more to the story than just the price tag. That's because paying for your car is only the beginning. Keeping your car running can add up really fast. As a matter of fact, a CBS News report just came out that said on average it takes nearly $7,000 a year to maintain a small car in the U.S. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Now it's important to remember that everybody's driving habits are different, which affects how much you'll pay. But the point is, you have to be financially prepared to spend money after you buy your car. So what are some expenses to plan for? That's what we're going to cover right now. One of the biggest costs that most people are familiar with is gasoline. There's no getting around this. If you drive, then you're going to need to fill up the tank. The cost of gas can really vary depending on what part of the country you live in. This can make a big difference in whether or not you can even afford to drive. I know from experience that the money you spend on gas can add up really fast. This may be the reason that hybrids are becoming more and more popular. Hybrids are way more fuel efficient, so if you're looking to save money on gas and help the planet, you may want to check out a hybrid. Another expense is auto insurance. If you're under 25 years old, there's a good chance you'll pay over $1,000 a year in insurance. The actual cost depends on factors like where you live, your age, and the kind of car you drive. Some insurance companies give students a discount if you maintain a certain grade point average. Call and check to see if your insurance company offers this type of discount. Okay, ready for another expense? Maintenance and repairs. This includes changing a flat tire, replacing your battery when it dies, windshield wipers, and other things that may pop up. The older your car, the more likely it is that you'll have these type of expenses. But even if you have a brand new car, you'll still have to keep up with maintenance costs, like getting your oil changed. Most experts recommend that you get your oil changed every 3,000 miles. If you're handy, you may be able to change your own oil and save some money. There are other expenses that are easy to forget, like license and registration fees. Every year, you'll need to pay a fee to update your license tags. The costs vary on the age of your car as well as the state you live in. The last cost we're going to cover is interest. This is basically the cost you must pay to borrow money if you get a loan to help buy your car. This expense is factored into your loan payment and really depends on the type of loan you get and who you borrow from. Interest charges can vary from lender to lender, so it's important that you're careful where you get your loan. It's easy to get trapped in a high interest loan that will cost you a lot of money each month. Your best choice is to check out your credit union first for your car loan. They might be able to save you money on your loan. Remember, every little bit counts. Buying your first car is a great feeling. Not only do you have a sense of independence, but it shows that you can reach your financial goals. But remember that driving your car has a price too. Plan accordingly so you don't get in financial trouble down the road. Instead, you can drive knowing that you're ready for anything. And with that, we're done with today's episode. If you want to learn more, visit us online at elementsofmoney.com. Until next time, for the Elements of Money, I'm Allison. Thanks for listening. The Elements of Money podcast is designed for information only and is not intended as professional financial advice. 
Listeners are encouraged to check and confirm the information with professional sources. Information you have heard in this podcast is the opinion of its authors and is not necessarily the opinion of your credit union. The Elements Podcast is copyright by Subcat Inc. All rights reserved. No part of this podcast may be reproduced or transcribed without prior written permission of Subcat Inc.